Sammy was a boy, an average boy, like all boys you know. Well, almost like all boys you know. There was one way that Sammy was different than most boys of the world. Most boys, when they wake up in the morning and they remember that they have to go to school, groan, turn over, and pull the covers back over their heads. But Sammy, when he woke up in the morning and remembered that it was a day of school, he would jump out of bed, usually landing in his Negelwasser, and immediately race to get dressed, no matter what time it was. It could be five in the morning, but Sammy was ready and eager to go to school. And in general, there was another difference, maybe between Sammy, between how Sammy, between the boy Sammy and most boys. Most boys, as they sit in class, they look for other things to do. Some read under their desk. <clears throat> Some doodle on their papers. Others simply space out. Sammy, on the other hand, worked really hard to pay very close attention to every detail that his Rebbe said. Unfortunately, sometimes Sammy paid too close attention and Sammy followed his Rebbe's words too closely. Well, on this day, Erev Shabbos, Parshas Mitzrayim, the Rebbe was teaching his class all about the halachos of Lashon Hara. And so Talmidim, the Rebbe said, you are not allowed to speak Lashon Hara even if you're not doing it to get the person in trouble. Rebbe, yes, Avramo, what if it's a mitzvah to get the person in trouble? A mitzvah to get the person in trouble? You mean like, what if the person is doing something dangerous and you want to get him in trouble? No, no, Rebbe. I mean, what if it's your older brother or your older sister who always gets you in trouble and now they did something wrong? Then there's a mitzvah to get them in trouble, isn't there? I don't think of Remel in that case there's a mitzvah to get them in trouble. But in a case where there's a mitzvah to get somebody in trouble, which is really a mitzvah to say Lashon Hara, it's called To'eles. Saying Lashon Hara for To'eles. And in that kind of case, then the truth is, there are seven special rules that you need to follow. But we're not going to talk about those today. Maybe we'll talk about them a different day. Yes, Sammy? So, Rabbi, is Rabbi saying that otherwise, besides that case of tolas, besides the case of worms, that a person... I'm sorry, Sammy? 
case of worms? Rebbe said that in a case where there's worms, a person has worms. I heard that people get them if they eat certain kinds of foods, they can get worms. Actually, Rebbe in Parsha, a different week, Rebbe told a story about a fellow who ate some, who ate not kosher, he ate, he ate pork, and he got a worm, or somebody in the family got a worm in their brain, um, something ticky ticky do with hembo or something, some special... I know what you're talking about, but, but what does that have to do with Lashon Hara? Right, because if a person has worms, then Rabbi said there's seven special rules about when you're allowed to tell if a person has worms. But if otherwise, you're not supposed to tell. I never said that. Did, did I say that? Uh, did, I, did I talk about worms? Um, um, um. Rachamim, what's that in your desk? Um, my desk? Please close the book and put it away right now. Um, okay. Anyway, Sammy, I didn't talk about worms. Rabbi said that there's seven steps for tolas. Toeles. Toeles. Toeles means beneficial, helpful things that you talk about. Like, I'll give you an example. Let me give you an example. Let's say, Sammy, you were going to get married. Oy vey, poor girl. Avramel, I didn't ask for your comments. Okay? And that might be, that might be, that may be embarrassing somebody in public. Don't do that. Well, let's say Sammy. Okay, let's say a person's going to go get married, and and he wants to know about the about the about the girl that he's going to get married to. Let's say he he decides he needs to know if um, you know if it's a good match. So he calls up the he calls up the um, maybe the rub of the girl. Okay, and, and he wants to know. He says, "Rub, I want to know. I'm I'm looking to marry this girl. Maybe go to get, to get married to her. I want to know some things about her." So then, let's say the rub knows that the girl, for example, has a very um, a very serious medical condition. Like, 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 um, let me think for a second. Yes, Yerachmiel? Uh, you mean like maybe she needs to wear glasses? That, that's a medical condition and it's very serious because if you, if you don't wear glasses when you need to wear glasses, then you could walk into something and, uh, and get seriously hurt. Well, it is true, Yerachmiel, that, that, uh, it, it is true that Medical condi- glasses are a medical condition. That's true, but that's not what I meant. I meant, let's say, let's say, for example, let's say, yes, you can You mean like, let's say she's missing her leg. So, so like, like that kind of that kind of thing. You want to know that she's missing a leg? No, you actually that you don't have to tell because because when he meets the girl, right? I think he noticed he's missing. He's missing that she's missing a leg, right? Then do you think so? Yes. You, what, what's up, you can Rebbe, but she only would notice, he would only would notice if she's missing a leg, if, if he has eyes. But what if he's missing his eyes and she's missing her leg? I, I hear. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, and some people are missing their brains. Right, Sammy? Avremel, I said stop it now. Enough. Keep your private machlekes to yourself. Don't make a machlekes right now. Anyway. So, so that's Toelis. You could say like a, a metal. Or, or let's say, let's say for example, let's say for example, a girl has, a girl has, um, maybe, 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 maybe she she has bad midos, right? So it's important to share that. Maybe, maybe it's important to share that. Maybe, um, you know, all all those kinds of things. That, that's Toelis. That's Toelis. Or, or I have another example. Let's say, for example, let's say for example, you know, um, I'll give, you, I'll give you a good example. That's a very good example. Maishi. Yes, Rabbi. Maishi, what are you doing over there? Uh, nothing, Rabbi. We don't make paper airplanes in class, even if you're bored. Okay, Rabbi. But, Rabbi, um, is it possible that I'm not making paper airplane? You're right, but I'm using you for an example. Here's this example. Let's say you made a paper airplane in my class, and I told you that, and you said, um, well, Rabbi, okay, but I'm bored. 
right? It has chutzpah. So let's say I decide I'm going to call your parent. I'm going to pick up the phone and I'm going to dial your father's number, Mashi. What's going to happen? You're going to get a busy signal. My father's always on his phone. Okay. But let's say... But, okay. Uh, so let's say I decide I'll call your mother. You can't call my mother on her cell phone. Why not? Because my younger brother flushed her cell phone down the toilet yesterday. All right. Fine, 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 fine. Let's say I call the house phone. We don't have a house phone. You don't have a house phone? Nope. My parents said cell phones are good enough. So, oh, let's say, so I'll send your father an email. You can try. Why? What's wrong with it? My father told us at supper last night that he gets an average of 3,000 emails a day and he doesn't really check them because it's so much, it's too much to check. So, so how does he run his business? I don't know. You can ask him. If you can reach him. <laughs> um, okay, but let's pretend for a moment that I figured out a way to reach him. How? I got an idea. I'm going to give your father a cell phone that's just for me. And whenever you're bad in class, I'm going to call that cell phone. And I'm going to speak to your father. Won't work. Why not? Because since you told me, uh, Rabbi told me, so I'm going to go and take the cell phone away from my father. And he won't have it. Okay, fine. Maishi, I'm not talking about you. Let's pick a different person. Oh, me, me, me. Okay, Sammy, fine. We'll pick you, Sammy. Thank you for volunteering to be bad. I think. Um, so let's say Sammy's bad in class. What's the Kiddush? Avramo? I understand today, Avramo, you're much more aggressive about, about bothering Sammy about his different stuff. Well, what's going on? Is there is a reason? Are you like, just like in a bad mood? Rabbi asked Sammy what he did during lunch today. Do we have to talk about this right now? No, but Rabbi asked. Okay. Sammy, we'll talk about it later. Meanwhile... I want to ask you a question, Sammy. Let's say, for example, let's say, yeah, maybe I'll give an example during lunch. Let's say during lunch that you went ahead and you put something into somebody else's milk. How did Rabbi know? What do you mean? How did Rabbi know if Rabbi didn't ask Sammy? Sammy did that to, to you. Oop. That what really happened? Yeah, yeah. Sammy, Rabbi, I went, I went, I went to get a paper towel and when I came back, my milk had pieces of peanut butter in it with the bread still attached. And Sammy was eating a peanut butter sandwich and he put peanut butter in my... I, 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 I want to resolve the problem, but let's, let's work on that problem after we talk about this, okay? Yes, Rabbi? So let's say, for example, perhaps maybe it happened to be that Sammy put peanut butter in Avramel's milk, which he did. Okay, Avram, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Let's, 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 let's see. Let's see. So I want to talk to Sammy's parents. So I pick up the phone and I dial Sammy's father. And Sammy's father answers his phone and he says, Shalom Aleichem. And I say back, Shalom Aleichem, it's the Rebbe. And Sammy's father says, what can I do for you? And I say, I'm calling. I have something to share with you. Unfortunately, Sammy today in school didn't do the right thing and he bothered another boy. And I, and, and I feel that it's important to share that with you. That... Sammy, is toelas. That, there's a toelas, an advantage, a purpose in me telling. What's the purpose? Who's asking that question? Me, Rabbi. Sammy, what's the purpose in telling your father that you misbehaved in, in school? That you did something wrong in school? Yeah, why, why, is that, why is that important to my father? Why does my father need to know? Well, because I want your father to tell you that you did something wrong. I want your father to speak to you about your, your thing that you did that was not appropriate, that was not right. But why? What do you mean, why? 
if Rebbe's going to yell at me in school and punish me, then why should my father know it and punish me also? That's not fair. That's like being punished twice for one thing. That's like getting a speeding ticket and then going home and getting another speeding ticket. All right, if you say so. So the answer is because your parents and me have different ways of interacting with you. And sometimes if I tell you, don't do that ever again, you'll do it again. But if your parent tells you, don't do it ever again, you won't. Or sometimes I'll know something that you did and your parents know other things that you did. And maybe you always put food in people's drinks, even at home. So I think it's important for your parents to know. I think it's Lashon Hara. Well, Sammy, I'm just giving you an example. Actually, hmm. You know what? Let's step outside for a minute. Sammy, you want to come outside with me? Avramel, for one second. Rabbi Sai, I'm going outside. Nobody is allowed to leave their seats. Nobody. Avramel, what happened? I mean, I know what happened. Sammy, how do you explain yourself? Well, actually, I didn't do it on purpose. How did you get breadcrumbs with peanut butter into Avramel's milk, not on purpose? Well, because it, it really wasn't on purpose. What happened was, Avramel went to get a paper towel, and I was eating my sandwich, and Avramel came back, and, and he was really mad. The reason why he's so mad is because Rebbe, he drank from the milk after I put the peanut butter, and that's how he knew it was there. And and yeah, Rebbe, it was terrible. Everyone was laughing at me. They saw that Sammy put the stuff in my milk and I drank it. And everyone was laughing. They were sitting there like watching me come back and I was drinking it. And they were laughing and laughing and laughing. It was really embarrassing. Everyone was laughing at me. And, and, and Avramel, you don't embarrass easily. I know that it was very embarrassing for you. So anyway, Sammy, what happened? Well, what happened was I was, I was eating my sandwich. And suddenly, Beryl, he, he said a joke. He said a joke? What was the joke? He said, he said, knock, knock. And somebody else said, who's there? And he said, Mitzora. And, and the person said, Mitzora who? And um, the other person said, Mitzora Lashnara. And it was a very funny joke. I don't get the joke. Well, I didn't exactly get it either, but everyone at the table burst out laughing really hard. And I didn't want to be embarrassed. So, of course, I, I didn't get the joke, but I wanted to be embarrassed, you know. And I saw, saw, so started to laugh, but I had a mouthful of peanut butter sandwich, and I went, I started laughing. I went, <laughs> And, and out of my mouth came my peanut butter sandwich and a lot of it fell into Avramel's carton of milk. Avramel looked at Sammy. Are you telling me that not only did I drink peanut butter sandwich milk, I drink peanut butter sandwich milk, grossifying city, from your mouth? Okay, Avramel. Rabbi, I have to go. I have to go to the hospital. I'm, I'm contaminated. I have germs. I have Sammy's germs. I, I might, I might, be, I might become Sammy or something. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I please. Here we go. Well, all right. Listen, Avramo, Avramo, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Could I at least go to the nurse and get and get some like 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 alcohol to wash my mouth out with? I mean, I mean, just terrible. Okay, Avramo, it was a mistake. Sammy did a mistake. That's all. I'm not going to call Sammy's parents. There's no Tuellas. And that's it. Let's go inside. They went back to class. And the rabbi continued to talk about different hills of Lashon Hara. And Baruch Hashem, the, uh, day, the day continued. 
At gym time, Sammy and his friends were out and they were playing a wonderful, wonderful game of soccer. They're running around like crazy. Mamish, all their energy. Each team was working really hard to try to score goals. The goalies were great goalies. The score was 0-0. It was working really, really fabulously. It was awesome. Well, Sammy was running as fast as he could towards the goal, trying to get in a position that somebody could kick in the ball, that he'd be able to kick it into the goal. When out of nowhere, Nasan came barreling from the other direction, also intent on getting the ball. And Nasan saw that Sammy was going to get the ball, and Nasan himself wanted the ball. And Nasan put out his hands and pushed Sammy out of his way. Now Sammy was running pretty fast and Nussan was running pretty fast. And so the push wasn't just a regular push, it was a speed that they were running combined that pushed him over. And Sammy fell. Now Baruch Hashem, when he fell, he did not bang his head. He did scrape his knee and his elbow. And he was crying. The person in charge, the teacher in charge of the game, stopped the game. It took a few minutes to deal with Sammy's wounds. It took a few minutes to make sure that Nussan was going to sit out for the rest of the game for his violent behavior. Even though Nussan claimed that he didn't do it on purpose. But at the same time, that was too dangerous to be allowing him to continue to play the game. And Sammy was sitting out because his knees hurt, his knee hurt, and his elbow hurt, and it was too hard for him to play. As they were walking back when Jim was over, Sammy limping, Nussan running ahead because he did not want to be anywhere near Sammy. Sammy passed by his brother Ellie, who was his, on his way to Jim. Sammy, what happened? How come your knees ripped? My knees not ripped, Sammy said. My pants are ripped. That's what I meant. How come the knee of your pants are ripped? And your elbow... Your elbow, it looks funny. Is it bleeding or something? Actually, it is. Oh, boy, that's really cool. You have red blood? I have red blood, too. I know that, Ellie. Well, what happened? Now, Sammy had just heard a whole speech on Hilchus Lashon Hara. And Sammy was trying to think, is it Lashon Hara to say what happened? Hmm. And Sammy said, well... I was running for the ball because I was going to get a goal. And out of nowhere, Nelson came and he blocked me and he pushed me and I fell to the ground and I got hurt. Wow. Did the teacher put anything on your wounds to make sure that they're not going to get infected? Uh, no. He told me that if I wanted to, I could go to the nurse. Well, you should go to the nurse because you don't want to get infected. And and did you get in trouble? Did I get in trouble? No. Did Nelson get in trouble? Why? Um, it's not your business if Nelson got in trouble. Okay, well, you're right. It's not my business. Okay, see you later. Bye. And Sammy went in feeling very good about himself that he did not speak Lashon Hara. He came to the classroom. Ellie went over to Nelson as they entered the classroom. Ellie leaned over to Nussan's ear and whispered and Nussan turned to face Sammy his eyes dark 
shooting bolts of lightning towards Sammy. The Rebbe walked in. Tell me them. I know that normally I don't teach you now, but unfortunately, your science teacher is not going to be available today. And the Minal, Rabbi Feingold, asked me to substitute. Now, I'll tell you the truth. Uh, I didn't really want to. I don't know if I know enough about science. However, I decided that um, I'll take this opportunity to uh, spend a little more time with you. And the Minal said I can learn Chumash with you. More Chumash! Everyone in the class shouted, Rabbi, we have so much homework! Actually, three psukim is not a lot of homework. And we have eight questions! That's still not a lot of homework. And I was going to learn homework with you without assigning homework, unless, of course, you really want homework, which sounds like you do. Oh, Rabbi, please don't give us all. Okay, fine. <clears throat> now, um, so please take out your chumashim. And everyone in the class started taking out their chumashim, except for Nassan. Nassan was just sitting in his seat, staring at Sammy, as if by staring at Sammy, Sammy would disappear. Nassan? Nassan, could you take out your chumash? Nassan ignored the Rebbe. Nassan, the Rebbe walked over to his desk and kind of like fidgeted on his desk and like leaned into his desk as if to like help him. Nassan, please take out your chumash. And Nassan ignored the Rebbe. The Rebbe reached into his desk, opened Nassan's chumash, put it on his desk. All right, Rabbi said, we're going to start learning. Let's take a look at Pasuk Beis. And they read Pasuk Beis and Nassan sat staring. Nassan, please look inside your chumash. And Nassan ignored the Rebbe. Now, Rebbeim have to make a decision sometimes whether ignoring somebody is the right thing or the wrong thing. And the Rebbe felt that for Nasan, this was too chutzpahdik. It was not so appropriate. And the Rebbe said, Nasan, please could I speak to you outside the classroom? And Nasan didn't move. He stayed there looking at Sammy. Nasan, I'm going to ask you one more time to please get up and move out of your seat and come talk to me outside. And Nassan didn't budge. The Rebbe picked up the phone. Uh, Mrs. Gold, could you send please Rebbe Feingold into the, uh, my classroom? Thank you. Ten minutes later, Nassan's still sitting there staring at Sammy as they're learning Chumash. Rebbe Feingold comes to the room. Rebbe, you wanted me? Oh, yes. Could, could I speak to Minal outside for a second? Um... I don't know what's going on, but Nassan has been just sitting here, ignoring everything I'm saying. You know, besides for the chutzpah component, obviously something really deep is bothering him. So maybe the Manal could could address it, but he's not talking to me. The Manal went over to Nassan and tapped him on his shoulder. And he said, Nassan, could you please come to my office with me? And Nassan did not move. The Manal leaned down and whispered into Nassan's ears. Nassan. And Nassan got up, and he walked out of the room with the Manal, and he came to the Manal's office. And the Manal sat Nassan down in the chair, and he asked Nassan, which flavor would you like, chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? Chocolate, Nassan said. The Manal went to his freezer, and he pulled out a carton of chocolate ice cream. He scooped out one scoop. Would you like it with a cone or without a cone? Nelson, without. Okay. He put it in a bowl. Would you like some sprinkles on top? 
Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay, there you go. Now, would you like a spoon? Yes, please. Okay. I'll give you a spoon as soon as you tell me what's going on. I don't, then, then I don't want your ice cream. Just tell me what's going on. What's the problem? What's bothering you? Sammy. Sammy said Lashnahara. Sammy said Lashnahara? Yeah, and, and it's not Lashnahara for me to say that Sammy said Lashnahara. It's not? Because my Rebbe said, my Rebbe said when you're really mad and you have to you have to tell somebody something, sometimes you're allowed to say Lashnahara. Even if it's Lashnahara, you're allowed to say it. It's part of the it's part of the category of 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 maybe I don't know. I don't know. My Rebbe said you're allowed to. Okay, okay. So you're saying that Sammy said but you know that when you tell me Lashnahara about Sammy, even if you're mad, I can't believe it. I can't accept it as true, right? I have to think that you're upset about it and I have to help you but I can't say oh yes that's for sure true you know that right well it is true okay but I can't accept that well fine Rabbi, the Manal doesn't have to accept it but it is true okay so just to, what happened well in the soccer game today we were playing soccer and 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 Sammy went ahead and he, he, he fell down and and they thought it was my fault who thought it was your fault the, 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 the gym teacher so was it your fault? No, not really. It wasn't my fault at all. And, okay, so Sammy fell down. And, and Sammy told people that I pur- purposely pushed him down. He told that to people? Yeah. And, and, and Sammy did Lashonara. And he told Lashonara on me. And then, actually, it was mostly Shamrock because he wasn't true even. And he told Lashonara on me. And, and it wasn't even true. Okay, let's, let's, um, okay. And, and so, and that's why, that's why I'm really upset with him. So why are you, but not listening to your Rebbe? Well, well, because 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 I can't I can't learn. I'm so upset with him. I'm, I can't learn. I'm too upset with Sammy. I can't learn because I'm upset with Sammy. Let me ask you a question. Who are you hurting by being upset with Sammy and not listening to your Rebbe? Who's losing out? You or Sammy? Sammy's losing out. Why? Because I'm staring at him, and every few minutes he's looking at me, and he can't concentrate, and he's not going to be able to do his homework, and and and, and the Rebbe's going to be mad at him, and. Okay, but did you listen at all to the Chumash? No. So are you going to be able to do your homework? Well, anyway, my Rebbe said we're not having homework. Oh, so it means Sammy's not going to lose out in the homework then. Well, what? Minal, you're tricking me. You're making me say things. I'm, I'm, just, just, I'm trying to understand. Is Sammy losing out by you not learning? Or are you losing out by you not learning? Well, maybe maybe I am, but, but it's Sammy's fault. And so Sammy's going to get an Avera and Olam Haba. And, and 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 anyway, anyway, actually, actually, Sammy's a big Russia now. Sammy's a Russia? Yeah, because he has no mitzvahs. He has no mitzvahs? None. He he's 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 in our school and he doesn't have any mitzvahs. I, I bet you our school doesn't take people without mitzvahs, right? Right? Doesn't the rule? Isn't it say in the school rules you have to have mitzvahs to come to school? Well, I mean, I, I don't know if it says that, but but yeah, because my Rebbe said that Sammy doesn't have any mitzvahs. Your Rebbe said that Sammy doesn't have mitzvahs. That's Lashonara too. You're telling me Lashonara about your Rebbe? Well, no, no. My Rebbe didn't say Sammy doesn't have mitzvahs. He, he just said that if you speak Lashonara, you don't have mitzvahs. And Sammy spoke Lashonara, so he doesn't have mitzvahs. But I am not speaking Lashonara because I'm allowed to speak because I'm upset with Sammy, so it's not Lashonara. And therefore, I'm allowed to speak, so therefore, I have mitzvahs. As a matter of fact, all of Sammy's mitzvahs came to me, so I'm a bigger tzaddik than, than everyone in the school because I have my mitzvahs and I have Sammy's mitzvahs that he did until he spoke Lashonara about me. Whew. That's a pretty serious thing, Nelson. I, I know. All right, <clears throat> so Sammy spoke Lashonara because he said that you pushed him down 
And you didn't push him down. That's right. Okay. So what can we do to make you better? What can we do to help you? Well, you can get Sammy in trouble. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's Lashon Hara if you want to get Sammy in trouble. Well, but I'm not doing it to get him in trouble. I'm doing it because I'm upset. But if he gets in trouble, then my upsetness will go away, and then I won't be upset anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what? Why don't I talk to Sammy? You go back to class, and you listen to your Rebbe, and I'll deal with Sammy, okay? Good. If he's getting in trouble, then, then I'm not upset anymore. Hmm? Would you like to eat your ice cream? Well, um, could I have a spoon? Sure. Here's a spoon. Take your ice cream. Thanks for reminding me. Take your ice cream. And, and oh, but, but by the way, by the way, don't forget to make a bracha, okay? See you later. And the Minal called in to, on the intercom. Rabbi, after Nussan comes back to the class, could you send me Sammy? All the whole class knows what's going on now. They're like, Ooh. And when Sammy walks out, the Rebbe's trying to teach. The whole class erupts. Gosh, Nelson, you got him in trouble. I can't believe it. Is he in trouble? Who's in trouble? You're in trouble. What's going on? And the Rebbe's like, Rabbi, sir, Rabbi, sir, we're middle of learning. Yeah, but Rabbi, this is an incredible thing. You know what happened at the gym today? At gym today, what was... It sounds like Lashon Hara. It's not Lashon Hara because, because it happened. It's really true. It really happened. And that doesn't mean it's not Lashon Hara. And, 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 and anyway... It's not Lashonara. So, uh, because cause it happened to Nasa. Nasa, you tell the story because it happened to you. So if you tell it's not Lashonara, it's still Lashonara. Didn't we learn in class that even if you tell it's, it's happened to you, it's still Lashonara? Yeah, but I don't want to hear about it. Sammy gets to Manal's office. Sammy, would you like some ice cream? No. not No, thank you, Manal. Um, Rabbi Feingold, when you offer me ice cream, it makes it sound like I'm in trouble. Why am I in trouble? Could you tell me what happened in gym today? Do you mean to say that Nelson said that I did something bad in gym today? I didn't say a word. I can't believe it. What, Mamish? I'm telling you, I uh, I can't. Uh, Mamish can't believe it. I, he, Mamish, he said Lashnar about me. I, I can't believe it. I, actually, that means I'm a big tzaddik. Oh, man. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Actually, good. I hope he said a lot of Lashnar about me. As a matter of fact, Minal, could you call my parents and tell Lashnar about me too? Because then I'll get a lot of zechusim. I'll get your zechusim and his zechusim. And I'll go straight to Olam Haba. Sammy, we, we hope your Mitzvah you'll be alive for many, many more years to come and you won't have to go straight to Olam Haba yet. Let's, let's try to work on this detail of what happened during gym. Well, Rabbi, what happened during gym is, is Lashon Hara. Well, if you tell me and I try to work it out, it's called Tuelas because I'm helping you work it out. Look, there were no worms involved. It was the ground, but Tuelas, not Tuelas, Sammy. Oh, right, I forgot. I got confused again. Okay, so here's what happened. What happened was I was running for the ball and, and I was going to kick it and instead, instead you kicked it. Nussin? No, I didn't kick Nussin. No, 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 no. Instead, you kicked your foot up and fell down. No, 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 that's not what happened either. Although that happened earlier in the game. Actually, it was really funny. It, it, it happened with me, so I could tell you it's not Lashara. It's just a big joke. I was running after the ball, and I was trying to kick it, and I was going to swing with all my might to kick it all the way down the field, and I lift my foot, I kicked it, and I, instead of kicking the ball, I kicked nothing, and I flipped almost like over, and my two feet fell off, and I fell to the ground, and I landed with a thud. It was a very funny, everyone was laughing, and I was laughing with them because it was so funny. It was a funny scene. Okay. I appreciate that nice information. After clarifying that Sammy thought happened with Sammy, the Manal Rabbi Feingold called to the classroom and asked for Nussan to come back to the office. And Nussan joined Sammy, sitting opposite the Manal, 
as Manal began to speak. Rabbi Isai, the bottom line is that you demonstrated so beautifully what the problem with Lashon Hara is. I am very proud that you, in the week of Parshat Mitzorah, gave me the opportunity to see how bad and awful Lashon Hara really is. Rabbi, Sammy said, you're proud that we did an Avera? Kind of. I'm not glad you did it, but I'm proud that you did it. Because now I can see how bad Lashnara is. Do you realize what happened here? Sammy, you went ahead and you told Lashnara to your brother Ellen. Rabbi Feingold? Yes, Sammy. Is it possible that Rabbi Feingold is wrong? It's possible. What am I wrong about? I didn't tell Lashnara to my brother Ellie. Did you tell Ellie what happened during the game? Yes. So then that was Lashon Hara. That wasn't. Because I didn't say anything like unusual. I just said that. That, that Nassim pushed me. Right. But, but it could be on purpose or by mistake. I didn't say. That's true. But when you said that Nassim pushed you, what do you, think, what do you think the understanding is automatically? Well, Ellie's not so smart. Now you're speaking Lashon Hara about your brother Ellie? Okay, fine, fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, that's the kind of thing my brother Chaim would say. Now you're being Lashonar about your brother Chaim? I, I mean, no, I, I, I mean, I mean, I mean, no, I, I, I meant to say that, that that's what Chaim would say when his friends are listening because he likes his. So now you're saying all his friends like listening to Lashonar about you? Rabbi Fango, you're getting me all confused. It's not fair. I'm. I'm I don't even have any zechusim to give all these people anymore. I spoke so much Lashon Hara already, it sounds like that. I'm, I don't have any zechusim. Well, anyway, you spoke Lashon Hara to Ellie. Somebody went ahead, I don't know who, and went and told somebody, told Nasan that you spoke Lashon Hara. And that was Lashon Hara, kind of, Rechilus. And then Nasan went ahead and told Lashon Hara to me. Rabbi, yes, Nelson. But wasn't that Lashon Hara Mutter because I was allowed to because it was because you asked me it? That's true. It was it was Mutter? So I'm the biggest tzaddik over here. What do you mean? Because I have the zechusim of mine. I have the zechusim of uh, of Sammy. Actually, I'm probably not such a big tzaddik. Sammy probably doesn't have too many zechusim. Excuse me. That is also insulting somebody. Is also in the category maybe of Lashon Hara. You know what, Rabbi Feingold? Yes, Nelson. I, I think that I think that you should just like just like throw us out of the school because we spoke so much Lashon Hara. We don't have any zechusim. We don't belong in our school. Nelson, there's no rule in the school that you have to have zechusim to be in the school. I think we talked about this already before, maybe. Well, anyway, Rabbi. Yes, Sammy. Anyway, Rabbi, we should be thrown out of the school because because I, I don't I don't I I I don't I I, I try to not speak Lashon Hara. I'm not learning anything, and, and the whole purpose of going to school is to learn. And obviously, I'm not learning because I'm speaking Lashon Hara and. Actually, that's how you learn. You learn from your mistakes. Now you know what Lashon Hara is and how bad it could be. Now you're not going to follow through and do that mistake again. What's the point anyway? What do you mean, Sammy? I don't get it. What's the whole dire point? Here it is. I try so hard. I try so hard to do the right thing. I try to do mitzvahs. Trail and Torah. And I got all these zikusim. You know, that I worked really hard on zikusim. I was trying to win a bike from Hashem. 
bike from Hashem? Yeah, I was trying to earn a thousand mitzvah points, and then I got a bike from Hashem. Hashem told you that, Sammy? Well, no, he didn't tell me that, but my Rebbe said a few weeks ago that when you do mitzvahs, you get points, and when you have points, you can ask Hashem for things, and dab to Hashem, and, you know, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Hashem for a bike, and, 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 and now I'm not gonna be able to ask Hashem for a bike because, because I lost all my mitzvah points. How did you lose all your mitzvah points? Because I spoke last night, I lost all my... It's not so simple, it's not so simple like that. But anyway, I think that's a good question. What do you do with your mitzvah points? What happens if you lose all your mitzvah points? Are you gone? Are you finished? You're not going to go to Olmo forever and ever? See? See, you agree. You know, I'm not, you just said, Rebbe just said, but I just said that I'm not going to go to Olmo forever and ever. I'm going to, uh, Rebbe, you okay, I believe you. Ooh, Sammy, chill out. Relax. I have a great idea. Why don't we ask a gadol what happens to how, how you can go to Olam Haba if you lose your mitzvah points. For, for the person who speaks Lashon Har a lot, which I guess you feel like you do, Sammy. Let's ask a gadol. Okay. What gadol do you think we should ask this question to? What gadol do you think is a good gadol that you'd accept his answer? Any gadol? Any gadol. You pick the gadol, we'll ask him. Okay. How about Moshe Rabbeinu? <laughs> Is that me? I don't, I, don't, I don't think I can ask Moshe Rabbeinu any questions. I don't know his phone number. Okay. How about... How about... Maybe... Maybe the Vilma Gain. Sammy, I still think that the Vilma Gain is a little hard to reach right now. He's not exactly, I don't have that, that special um, email address to get the Shemayim and find out exactly where he is. How about? How about? Well, anyone I say, Rebbe's going to probably say that he can't do it because of this and because of that. That's what's happening. Maybe, maybe. Forget it. No, forget it. No, no. Sammy, really, pick, pick a person. Pick a one gadol. One gadol. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Ask that gadol. I'm telling you. We'll ask him. Just tell me one gadol. Rebchaim Kanievsky. What? Rebchaim Kanievsky. You want to ask Rebchaim Kanievsky this question? Mm-hmm. You mean like like what happens to your chosim if you get lose all your chosim? What you do and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Why don't we just ask like you know the rav of the city? But Rebbe said, Manal said that I can ask anyone I want, right? That's that's true. You know, I I know the rav of the city is a very smart man. He's a big tzaddik and everything. But 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 this is not just smart and big tzaddik. This is you got to know like like spooky stuff and Shemayim stuff. What happens in Olam Haba? I mean I mean you have to be a really big tzaddik and a really big talmud chacham and 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 you're not sure who's that person, huh? Okay, we have to ask Rukhain Kanyevsky. So I'm going home. Why are you going home? I'm going to pack. To pack. Rebbe said, the Manal said, we're going to ask the Shalom. We're going to ask you, so we're going to go ask the Shalom. Maybe we should just call him on the phone. I heard that Rebbe doesn't talk on the phone to people. I don't know if that's true or not. Um, um, I don't know what to do. I don't get it. Rebbe Feingold, 
Didn't you learn in school you have to be an ish emes, a man of your word? Yes. So let's go. Go pack. Go find some tickets. I don't know where we're from. We're going to go to... One second, why are we going? Well, because I can't go myself. Maybe I'll go myself. But maybe, maybe you're going to find gold. Maybe, maybe you're not going to understand his answer and tell me the answer and I'm going to... I, I want to hear it myself. You don't trust me? I, I trust you're going to find gold, but, but I want to hear it myself. Um, well, um, he, let me, do you have a passport? No. Well, it takes weeks to get a passport. How are you going to go to Eretz without a passport? I don't know. We'll drive there. We just won't fly. We'll drive. Um, you can't exactly drive to Eretz Yisrael. Why not? There's this thing called the Atlantic Ocean in between the United States and Eretz Yisrael. So we'll go on a ferry. And there's no ferries that go across the land. Go on a boat, right? But a boat, you need a passport, and you don't have a passport. Well, then how are we gonna go? That—that's—that's that's the problem. I, I'm not sure um, exactly. Well, it's not my problem. The Manal said he's gonna do it, so the Manal should do it. I—I I, I have an idea. I have an idea. Let me go. The big Rav, who's very close to Rukhaim. Let me go and call the Rav and see if the Rav would arrange for Rav to pick up the telephone. Okay. Excellent, excellent. Uh, uh, Nelson, you wait here. Sam, you wait here. I'm going to call the Rav. Oh, yeah, yeah. He picks up the phone. That was the number. Ah, hello. Uh, shalom. Uh, shalom. Is uh, uh, that David? Ah, David. Ah. Uh, Ani uh, uh, Rabbi Feingold, me America. Ah, yeah. Ah, Rabbi Kenevsky, Yishma Lamasha Ani Omer al telephone. Uh huh. Oh, Ata Omer Lo, Hu Yomar, Vata Tomer Li. Uh huh. Okay. Bevakasha, Bevadai, Emet, Kain Torasino Akidosha. Amen. Yeah, whatever. Uh, bottom line is, uh, um, okay, whatever. Or I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Oh, oh, oh the Shiloh. Habayahi, ani rotzelo dat. I mean, ani rotzelo das. However, you say it. Ha'im mutmayiye imaisha haomer lashon hara ve'avad zuchu yosav mayu mayyelav. Uh huh. Amen. I mean, okay. Yeah. One minute. Uh, yeah. I'll wait for the answer. I mean, Ani Rotella leave the Shmoa Hatshuva. And then the Rebbe put the phone on speaker. And you heard in the background, the man asked her Chaim Kanyevsky. He said, And they heard in the back. They heard in the background, and Chaim answered the question. And Chaim said, he should do teshuva, and they will return to him his merits. Sammy heard that. He jumped up. He ran and grabbed the phone out of the rabbi's hands. He gave the phone a kiss. 
on the top of the phone and on the bottom of the phone. He hugged the phone. He said, thank you, thank you, thank you, Hashem. And he ran out of the room, back to the classroom. And he went over to the Rebbe and he said, Rebbe, can I please go and speak to my brother Ellie? He ran to Ellie. And he said, Ellie, it was Lashon Hara what I did. Please don't tell anybody what I told you about Nelson knocking me over. And then he ran back to Manal's office where Nelson was still sitting because he didn't know what was going on. And he grabbed Nelson's arm and he said, Nelson, give me your hand. Let's shake hands. Let's be friends. Let's be friends. Let's work together. Let's be friends. Let's be Michael each other. Let's be friends. Let's never speak Lashon Hara again each about each other. Let's be friends. And I'll go to Olam Haba. And Nelson said, um, I guess. Uh, I guess. Great. Excellent. Say, I'm, say you're Michael me. Um, you're Michael me. No, no, no. Say, I'm Michael you. You're Michael me. No, no. I'm Michael you. What? Say I uh, that Nasan is Mochel Sammy. Okay, Nasan Nasan Schlaufer is Mochel Sammy. Not Nasan Schlaufer. Nasan Epstein. That's my name. Right. Say Nasan Epstein. Say I am Mochel Sammy. All right. I am Mochel Sammy for most things, but not for speaking much more about me to his brother Ellie. No, no. Say you're Michael me for. Uh, please, I want my Christian back. Please be Michael me. I beg you. Okay. I tell you what. If you if you give me your snacks for the next three days from lunch, then I'll give you. Then I'll let you be Michael. I'll be Michael. It doesn't. Rabbi Feingold stepped in. It doesn't work the way Nelson. Okay, fine. I'm with you. Are you Michael B? I'm Michael you. Excellent. Excellent, Rabbi Feingold said. This is the Gavaldic. It's awesome. Do you know what just happened? Sammy and Nelson nodded. Yeah, I was Michael him and he was Michael me. No, that's not what just happened. What just happened? You two became Tzadikim. You just earned zechusim. You just earned lots and lots of zechusim. You now have have incredibly grown in Torah and mitzvos. Okay, it's time for a celebration. It's awesome. It is. We're gonna make a siyum on your new mitzvahs that you got. You just earned your olam. Don't you think you deserve a siyum when you earn olam haba? Don't you think you deserve a special party when you earn olam haba? I guess. Quickly, what flavor is ice cream? Hmm. Sammy, come on, have ice cream. I have cones. I even have hot fudge. Hey, Rabbi Feingold. Yes, Nelson? How come you didn't offer me hot fudge when I was in trouble? Oh, because that was the point. You were in trouble, so you didn't get hot fudge. You only got ice cream and sprinkles. All right. Uh, how about a banana split? Each of you could have a banana, two scoops of ice cream, sprinkles, hot fudge, and a cherry on top. And a little bit of whipped cream. Really? That's right. Here you go. All right. I'm going to have one, too, if you don't mind. Rabbi Feingold, it's not so healthy for you. You're going to get a little... Um, uh, uh, don't say not nice things. Remember, you're big tzaddikim. We're celebrating tzaddikim. Because it's a seal when you become a tzaddik and early your olam haba. Yeah. Oh. Well, Sammy came back to the class and Nelson came back to the class. They were smiling ear to ear and everyone in the class was like, what happened, what happened? And of course, the Manal Rabbi Feingold said, don't tell anybody. And, and they, didn't, they didn't want to tell anybody. And they came home, Sammy came home and he was here, he was, and Ellie, Ellie came home and Sammy came home and, and Chaim started to say, Chaim started to chepper Sammy, bother Sammy, and they were teasing each other. And finally when Sammy was doing his homework, Chaim went ahead and he, in his effort to bother Sammy, because he was a brother and he liked bothering Sammy, and in his effort to bother Sammy, as he was Sammy was doing his homework, Chaim went over and he purposely by mistake knocked over a glass of water all over Sammy's papers and Sammy got really upset and he started to cry and his mother came in. Sammy, why are you crying? Chaim knocked over all my water, it was his water all over the papers. Now my papers are ruined and I got them over all over again. It's not there. It's Chaim's fault. He's a bad person. Chaim looked at Sammy and said, huh. I know what you learned in school today because I heard this whole story and now I have all your mitzvahs. You know that all of you got back in, in Rabbi Feingold's office? 
It's now mine. You lost all your. You just said Lazar about me. I got your Olamaba. And Sammy said, You're right. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. And Kaim said, Fine, I'll forgive you. And Sammy said, Givaldik, Baruch Hashem. Ma, Ima? Yes. Could we have ice cream? Ice cream? Asim, I just got my Olam Haba. Thanks, Chaim. And Chaim said with a twinkle in his eye, I get ice cream too, don't I? Thanks, Sammy. Chaim's plan worked. <laughs>